Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and spiritual business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I wanna help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. Hey, hey coaches, Krista here, and I am driving back from my second Freedom Friday trip. I went to Garden of the Gods, Illinois, and yes, there is a Garden of the Gods, Colorado. This is different, so you should totally check out a previous podcast episode that I recorded called Freedom Friday, and a couple months ago, I decided that once a month, I'm going to drive somewhere within like three to five hours of St. Louis, because St. Louis is where I live and take like about 24 hours, usually ends up being a little bit more than that, and leaving Friday morning and just for the next 24 hours, I get to do whatever I want, me on the open road, going to whatever restaurants I want, seeing the sights, doing whatever activities I want. And obviously I'm not gonna do anything that like puts myself in harm or my relationship in harm but it's just a way for me to honor my adventurous travel spirit that I've had my whole life and then having a kid has invited me to have a different relationship with that because I loved being a digital nomad for two years after my divorce and I just traveled all over the world. I was in about 50 different countries. That's when I first started my life coaching business and I loved the freedom. I loved like just pulling up a map and being like, I'm going to go to this country this weekend or I'm going to live here for the next two months. Like I just absolutely loved having that kind of experience and it's a bit harder to do that once you start having kids and so I made a promise to myself that I would still remain true to who I am and honor who I am and was before having kids but I obviously have to do it in a way now to where I'm still able to show up you know for my motherhood role and for my son and and there was a time where I was like I'm just gonna take my son with me and he's gonna travel with me. And I do travel a lot with him. However, if any of you listening have a toddler, a three-year-old toddler, you know that, or maybe this is just me, but after about four days, when I'm around my toddler nonstop, I'm about to lose my fucking mind. And I'm like, get him back to daycare. (laughs) So, (laughs) I've just realized that 
your travel really has to be modified when you travel with your kid and there's lots of meltdowns and lots of things that interfere with nap time and sleeping and you have to like always plan for like putting playgrounds on the agenda and think about when you go to restaurants oh is he gonna eat any of the food there and so sometimes it's just nice to like be on the road be on a trip by yourself and you don't have to worry about any of those things and I think we're gonna start trying for baby number two here this fall and so I'm like just kind of creating a little bucket list for myself right now of things that I want to do before we start trying and it's not like I can't do fun things after having another kid like obviously I'm still doing fun things after having Lincoln but you know I really I remember with Lincoln like and, and uh, you know granted we did have them during the pandemic but I remember you know there there was a time period where I didn't really want to leave the house and I was just so focused on like sleeping and breastfeeding and I just didn't I had to put a lot of things on hold and so I, I know that that you know realistically that's gonna happen again and so that's why I'm giving myself this gift of how can I have these experiences right now before I have to you know put my things on hold for a while not forever but just for a while whenever that child decides to enter our lives so yeah um, so last month I went to Indianapolis for my first Freedom Friday trip and then this month it was uh, my Garden of the Gods hike and so I wanted to share that experience with all of you here and I thought about just kind of like briefly sharing the experience and then going into a different topic for the podcast. I have a whole list of like ideas that come through for me of like, ooh, I could talk about this on the podcast or I could teach my coaches about this and do this topic. And I was like, no, I feel like this, this trip deserves like its own whole solo episode. And so sometimes I still have like Amy Porterfield ringing in my head when I took her uh, like list builders lab course and or, or maybe it was something else maybe I listened to one of her podcast episodes online marketing make it easy and she's like anytime you create content for your audience you always want to like ask yourself like how does this go back to my brand how does this go back to like what I teach around and so <laughs> which I think are is really great questions to ask yourself every time you're creating content but sometimes I'm like I just want to talk about my life and I want to give my audience like a behind the scenes of like what I'm personally working on or what I'm doing and and ultimately at the end of the day it really it does all come back around to you know being a life coach building life coaching business but yeah so okay so let me talk about this trip so uh, when I was one night in the bathtub as I call my water office and I went on Pinterest and I was like typed in like road trips from St. Louis and I found this pin that said like 20 best road trips you can take from St. Louis so it was like perfect and this hike came up Garden of the Gods Illinois I'd never heard of it basically it's like in the middle of nowhere in southern Illinois 
Uh, the biggest, closest city is Carbondale, and it's in the Shawnee Forest. And I saw some of the photos. I was like, oh my gosh, that looks gorgeous. I really got into hiking when I lived out in Hawaii for three years with my husband at the time. And he was, we were stationed there. He was active duty uh, military nurse. And I wasn't a big hiker before them because growing up in St. Louis, there's, as you can imagine, not really a lot of great hiking opportunities. And, but in Hawaii, like, oh my gosh, there is. And so him and his active military friends every weekend were always going hiking and at first I thought it was so incredibly boring and I was like why do people do this like what's what's the point of hiking and then after like three years of doing it I was like this is amazing I love this and I loved how I would feel after a long hike I would feel so like just accomplished and my energy was recharged by being in nature and um, so I really was like decided that I want anytime I travel I want hiking to be a part of that as much as possible and so that's why when I saw this hike I was like oh my gosh I gotta do this and the fact that I like I just love finding little gems of like places where I personally don't know of anyone who's been there and to, to me, it makes it even like that much more valuable because I'm like, I'm going to be the first. Like, I love being the first to discover new things and new places. So um, that's why I decided to go on this hike. And I found an Airbnb in this little town called Golconda. And the town was so small. Like, there was one post office, two restaurants, a little pharmacy, and a couple of other things in their like little main square and like that was it and I yeah found this place for like 50 bucks for on Airbnb it was just like a one room little hotel room and I was like perfect that's all I need it was 30 minutes uh, outside of the Shawnee Forest from the start of the trailhead and so I left yesterday morning around 9 a.m., dropped Lincoln off at his grandma's house, and then got on the road for about almost three hours. And then once I got to the town, I had lunch, I took my afternoon nap, and then I set out to do my three-hour hike that evening because I, I also wanted to be able to watch the sunset. That's another thing is like when I'm traveling, I make it a priority to like watch the sunset or sunrise because I don't really do that at home because I'm like eh, there's like nowhere really like good to see it from my house and it just doesn't happen so <laughs> and yeah so I did this three-hour hike and it was just like this big old loop and um, well, actually, let me backtrack a little bit. So I, I decided to do something that I've never done before. And when I was in New Mexico with my friend uh, last April, she had brought some mushroom capsules for us to do to just like connect in nature and have some deeper healing. And uh, she gave me one to take home. And so I brought the capsule with me on the trip and I've been really looking into like microdosing more and I'm still learning about it and I have a really good friend who does it and has been just like sharing 
so many amazing benefits uh, that she's been having through microdosing. And um, so I'm really gonna, I'm, I'm committing to like researching about it more and, and wanna try it more as a way to like work more with the plants and just be able to like have more clarity and, and deeper perspective on things and help me to get ready for my ayahuasca retreat that I'm gonna be doing in Costa Rica uh, this September. And I've, I've worked with mushrooms before, but uh, like never on the microdosing level. So I took a fourth of, I opened up the capsule and took out like a fourth of the powder and just took it with some water before I did the hike. And it was a really cool experience. Like everything just was like a little bit more sparkly and beautiful. And I felt so much more connected to the nature and just like hearing the birds it, it was just like felt very magical inside my head and normally like I'm a very fast-paced person I have an Aries moon um, so inside like things are very quick and fast for me and a lot of times like I'll just like kind of quickly move through experiences to get them done and when I travel, I want to intentionally like slow down and be more mindful and soak up the moment. And so I feel like the mushrooms were able to really help me do that, which was really cool. And I, I, I the first hour of the hike, I was just being totally immersed in the natural environment. And then the last part of the hike, I put on a podcast. Um, usually when I feel like I need, like my brain needs a little bit more stimulation. That's what I do. And I just was like having all these breakthroughs and like just these realizations. And, and that's the beautiful thing about psilocybin is it really does help to rewire your brain and change your mind. And um, I was just like looking at different things in my life and, and having new perspectives and new shifts. It was really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. And, and I like to that I get to like experience that without having all of the other sometimes like negative side effects of like when you do larger doses of mushrooms, um, you can feel really nauseous. Sometimes you can get sick. Um, so, and you just like your whole body can feel shaky, like the first hour and, um, you can have like a lot of anxiety and a lot of overwhelming emotions. And I've experienced all that before in larger doses. So I really just enjoyed the, the smaller and more gentleness of the, the smaller amount. And then at sunset, I went to Camel Rock and I just sat there and meditated and watched the sun go down. I was just looking out at the beautiful scenery of all like the gentle rolling hills with the trees on them and then this gorgeous rock structure in front of me that looks like a camel, hence why it's called Camel Rock. It was just a truly like just beautiful and magical experience and I, I was like, I cannot believe this is free right now. And, you know, I've traveled all over the world. Like, I've seen some really cool shit. So for me to be like, this view was amazing. It was incredible. That's, that's saying a lot. And again, like, I just love that, like, this forest is like in the middle of nowhere, literally. Like, 
so the, the cool thing is there there wasn't a lot of people there there's not a lot of tourists there like it just feels like well that maybe now after everybody listens to my podcast episode everyone's gonna be planning a trip there but uh cats out of the bag it's it was awesome. So if you're in the area or you want a really cool hiking trip, definitely, definitely check out Garden of the Gods, Illinois. And then um, the only downfalls of that hike was there was so many ticks. And I read about, I went onto the All Trails app and I was reading about people who've done the hikes and they're like, yeah, be prepared. There's going to be ticks. And so I wore my like long socks and long pants. I know you're supposed to do that when there's a lot of ticks in the area. And I, there was like 10 different ticks that were either inside my shirt, crawling on my skin. Luckily, none of them had bit me yet um, because there was like the Lone Star tick and the deer tick, I believe. And I was looking them up and those are definitely ones that are associated with like Lyme disease and Rocky Spotted Mountain Fever, um, which are bacterial infections that require immediate treatment. And I know a lot of people personally who have suffered from Lyme disease. So I was like, (laughs) I'm not messing around with the tick stuff. Uh, But like I said, as of right now, I do not seem to have been bitten by any ticks. So that kind of sucked having to shake off all those little buggers at the end of the trip and kind of feeling a little like freaked out by that. And then uh, there was so many spider webs on the trip. Like, I always wear a hat for that reason. There's been so many times where I've walked face first into a spider web. And uh, if you wear a hat, like your hat will catch the spider web first. Uh, But I could still just, I could feel like every time I would walk. And these aren't like major webs. It's just like, you know, little small strands. And half the times the spiders aren't even in them but I could just like feel them all over me and then it would freak me out. And even though I'm not like really scared of spiders, I still really don't like want them on me and I don't want to be walking into the webs, (laughs) you know? Uh, So I felt like, and then there was like mosquitoes and flies buzzing in my ears because I was sweating. It's really humid this time of the year in the Midwest. And, um, so those were a few things that weren't the most fun, but you know, when you're out in nature, it's, you're also, you got to remember that you're in their home as well. So, (laughs) um, and then this morning I, my Airbnb host sent me like some things to do in the area. And she said, there was this place called Millstone Bluffs that was, that is like a Native American ceremonial burial ground. And it's where this like Mississippi tribe lived at one time. And you can see petroglyphs. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, you can see the petroglyphs and then you can see like where their houses used to be and everything. And she said like some people have experienced massive healing in this area And like, anytime I see those two words put together, massive healing, I'm like, done. I'm there. I don't care what it takes. I'll do anything. Like, I want massive healing. (laughs) So, I don't even know, like, what that meant or what that looked like. But um, I, and now that I've been getting more into plant medicine, like, I've learned to have more of a respect for the Native American 
culture. And so I was like, well, if, you know, this Native American tribe decided to, like, you know, I think it's been over 500 years since they've been there and they left all of a sudden and nobody knows why. But I'm like, if they decide to build their community here, like there's obviously something very spiritual and sacred about this land. And so I was the only one on the hike this morning. It was so beautiful. Uh, Did another little microdosing and I just really enjoyed taking my time and getting my exercise in through my walk and I busted out my journal like right by the rock where you could see all the petroglyphs and I just like sat down on the ground and just started journaling and again like really being present in the moment and trying to feel the energy and and connect with what I was feeling around me and, and not just think about like okay let's let's do this, let's see this, let's check it off the list, and then let's get back on the road so we can get home. I'm trying to get more out of that mentality because that's how I've been my entire life and really just want to like take the time to, you know, like, yeah, soak up these moments. And so I had a really, really beautiful experience with just being by myself and, and journaling my thoughts, getting them out of my head and letting the mushrooms work through me. And then after that, I got back on the road. I made a little stop in Marion, Illinois. And I went to, it was just a very cute, adorable little town with lots of, um, I don't know, just like little coffee shops and boutiques. And they had murals all over the walls and the side of the buildings. And like anytime I find little towns like little hidden towns like that like I just feel like I've opened up a treasure chest and I get so so excited so I found this place called Crown Coffee and it had this really good um, local brewed coffee and um, I had lunch there and then I shopped a little bit and then I got back on the road and um, like have just been continuing to have more realizations as my mind is just being expanded and opened by this travel and the mushrooms. It's amazing. It is so amazing. And, but I feel like I'm also going to have like an emotional hangover tomorrow as well. And I witnessed that in in my friend, um, when she like microdoses for a couple days and she, you know, it just, it just expands and opens your mind. But then because you're so open energetically, you also need to have like a contraction period as well. And and this doesn't, this can happen also outside of, you know, doing plant medicine. I see this happen with my clients and my, my coaching students all the time as well as like, as you're going through these experiences of receiving therapy or receiving coaching or saying yes to becoming a coach and, and, doing all this deep inner work and getting more on the aligned path to your greater purpose in life. Like, and you know, you're expanding and you're being more visible on the internet and you're sharing your story. And then there's going to be a time where you're going to have to contract um, because you can't just like stay that open energetically all the time. And um, you need to be able to like 
go back to protecting your energy and filling up your cup. And so like, I can just already tell, like my brain is exhausted right now and probably tomorrow, like I'm going to just want to like be in a dark room and be under the covers and let myself like plug back in, recharge my batteries and, and maybe like take it easy for the next couple days. Cause yeah, you need to do that after you do a lot of this, you know, deeper inner spiritual work. But I wanted to make sure that I recorded this podcast episode before I go to that, uh, the, the contracting phase. Um, and I think I was like debating, like, should I share what my biggest breakthrough was? But Hey, I still have about an hour on the road. So I may as well do that. Uh, hold on. Let me take a drink really fast. Okay. So I was listening to the almost 30 podcast, which sometimes I listen to it religiously and other times I forget about it. And there was, um, Krista and Lindsay who are the hosts of that podcast. They were interviewing sex with Emily. Uh, she is a, a doctor, not like a medical doctor, but she has her doctorate around, something that's like sex education. She has her own podcast called sex with Emily and, uh, she's amazing. I think I'm going to get her newest book out that's coming out. And she's just like, like, if you have a problem with your sex life or you have a question about sex, like her podcast or her resources are, should be your go-to. And so I've really been struggling in my sex life lately and I've just been like shutting myself down and not wanting to have sex and just, I don't know, like just for some reason, sex just hasn't been like on, on my priority list right now. And that's not usually like me. <laughs> so I was like, I feel like there's something going on here and there's just been a lot going on in my relationship with my partner and I, I'm the type of person that in my relationships, like when things get hard, I want to run and I want to end the relationship. And what I'm learning is that, you know, it's that shiny object syndrome. And we think that, oh, something doesn't feel right here. Something's wrong. I need to leave and I need to go find a different relationship or a better relationship where I won't have to deal with these things. And that's not how it works. And what ends up happening is right there's the, we're not facing the things that are scaring us. We're trying to run away because we're scared and we can get into another relationship, but the stuff that we're not dealing with, it's just going to present itself and show up in the next relationship. And then it'll keep showing up in the next relationship until you decide to face it head on and heal it. And I've heard multiple people say this and it just hasn't really sunk in until today. Cause like I said, thank you mushrooms, right? Mushrooms will change your mind. Mushrooms will rewire your brain, help you to have new perspectives. And so I do think that helped with listening to the episode today where she was talking about this. And 
I, it kind of like forced me to look at what are the parts of my relationship that I'm trying to run from and what are the things that I keep blaming my partner for that are keeping me in the victim seat. And I know like I'm still in my relationship for a reason right now because the universe wants me to do this work on a deeper level. And so like I said out loud in a really like powerful way, like I'm going to keep doing the work inside this relationship. And I just had this moment of peace and clarity and I started crying and I knew that that was the right decision to make. And it's, it, it's not working on the relationship because I've been doing that for years, like trying to work on the relationship and then trying to do the work for my partner when he couldn't or wouldn't do the work himself. And that was not what I was saying and what I was committing to. I, I was committing to, I'm going to do the work and face the things that are wanting, are causing me to want to run and hide. And I need to start facing these things head on and I need to start addressing them and healing them. And I also believe that this is why I'm being called to do ayahuasca later this year as well. And so all of this is prepping me to get me ready to do that, to have that powerful intention before going into the ceremony. And it just felt really, it felt like a really, really big moment. And I think traveling, you know, and getting away travel always helps me to have new perspective because you're getting outside your city, you're getting outside your normal routines and, um, just being in nature and then the mushrooms, like it was just the perfect combination to get clarity around these things that have been keeping me stuck. And then I'm going to have a therapy session next week and I'm going to just do some deeper processing there. And I'm just so, so grateful. I'm so grateful that I have all of these amazing resources in my life that are allowing me to safely do this work so I can become the next level version of myself and I can have these moments of clarity and, you know, inner healing and I can share this work on the podcast and that with my students and my clients work with me that they get to benefit because I'm doing this work on myself and I was listening to the audio book, The Prosperous Coach, as I was driving yesterday. I highly, highly recommend that book, um, The Prosperous Coach by Steve Chandler and Rich Litvin. Um, I think every coach needs to read that book. And he was in that book, he was saying, your clients can only go as deep as you're willing to go, which I couldn't agree more with that. And so that's also another reason why I'm so committed to doing these deeper levels of work. So that way my clients and my students can benefit from the work that I'm doing. And that's why I'm an advocate of every coach having their own support systems and being committed to their own personal growth and development work. Um, so that way your clients can 
be on that journey with you and can benefit from everything that you're learning and you're going to be able to hold space for them better and be able to ask deeper questions and just help them to get, you know, just more transformational results. So when you do the work, your clients are going to benefit from the work that you do. So I really hope that everyone, everyone who is listening to this uh, is committed to doing their own work, whether it's with a coach, with a therapist, or both, or working with plants, or when I say plants, like plant medicine, or however it is, whatever you're feeling the most curious about right now, that's your answer. The curiosity is the key. So I always, uh, I, I remember having this client a couple years ago and he's like, hey, Krista, I, I don't know what I should focus on right now. Like, should I go through Reiki training? Should I do NLP? Should I do hypnotherapy? Should I go through coach training? And I was like, well, they all work. They're all great. And he's like, I know, but which one should I do first? Like, I want to pick the best one. And I was like, well, there is no best one. <laughs> they're all amazing. They're all, I think they're all the same level. I was like, which one are you most curious about right now? And I don't remember which one he said. And I said, well, that's your medicine. Then it's the one that you are the most curious about. That is your medicine. That is your next step. So I hope that you guys can take that away from this podcast episode today, that there's going to be so many different courses and programs and teachers and like healing and learning and growth modalities out there and they all work and you just have to pick the one that feels the most curious for you at this time. So, all right, everyone, I am about 30 minutes from home and I am just going to crash once I get home. But I really, really appreciate you listening to the podcast and being on this journey with me and um, also just wanted to invite you into, you know, if you're curious about going through coach training and checking out our program, the Born to Coach Training Academy, um, we have lots of different healing and growth opportunities inside that program. So not only will you learn how to become a professionally certified coach and, you know, learning the ICF methodologies, and I'm going to teach you everything I know with setting up and starting a successful online coaching business, um, but you also get the safe place to do the inner work and deepen your spiritual practice. And that's why I really love and appreciate our coach training program and feel that it's different from so many other coach training programs out there is this is not just to teach you how to be a really great coach, but it's also to teach you how to be a really great human and how to listen better and be more present with others and how to prioritize yourself and your self-care and to go deeper in your spiritual practices and it's just the most perfect program to to do all those things in a supported 
environment with other students and people like yourself who are on that same journey as you, myself included. <coughs> okay, well, my throat's getting scratchy, so I need to go and uh, thanks again. And um, if you are interested in checking out the Born to Code Training Academy and want to learn more about our next upcoming class, then I have more information in the show notes below the podcast. You can book a coach training consult with me. We can chat more about the program and just explore it together. I can answer all of your questions around it and just help you to figure out what are best next steps for you to take towards becoming a professional coach and creating a coaching career for yourself so you can become the best version of you and just to, you know, make make money through doing what you love and helping other people to change their lives, which I think there's no other better way than to live life on this earth. All right. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed at this time. And if you're ready to up-level your coaching skill set and learn how to confidently coach at the transformational PCC level in order to help your clients get bigger breakthroughs and better results, then join our Born to Coach Training Academy at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash certification.